0: Brother Martin, we'll ask you to come forward. Uh, he is, uh, his daughter is uh, Megan uh, Dan Duran, and uh, we're thankful that he was able to come and, and join us today. And uh, Brother Martin, we will uh, turn it over to you, sir. Thank you. Good, morning. Good, morning. Good morning. Is this thing working? Just a little bit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I'm not used to the thing, so, but I'll roll with it. I will. So good to be with you this morning. Uh, when I was, when my daughter called me. I was very ecstatic. I get to come down here and uh, try to preach the word of God. Get to see them grandkids. <laughs> and, and, you know, things happen. But I wanted to come down here to see my family, and that hasn't changed. That has not changed. Brothers and sisters, if you've been born again of the Spirit of God, and if I've been born of the Spirit of God, if you've passed from death unto life, and I've passed from death unto life, You've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, and if I have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, that makes us brothers and sisters. Amen. It does. So I'll just say this, and uh, uh, how do you do? <laughs> I'm your brother. I'm your old brother Martin from in Indiana. So I've been looking forward to meeting y'all. Been looking forward to worshiping with y'all. That's one of the greatest things we can do. The Lord has blessed us with another beautiful day. And I think one of the best ways that we can spend the time in that day is to worship God. Is to worship God. Heard a wonderful lesson already this morning. I know it was kind of directed to the kids, but my goodness, it works for all of us. It does. I'm thankful for that this morning. The good Lord's been with me and then just made me excited about coming down here. I, I'll, I'll take it when He gives it to me that way. You know. So, if you see me smile a little bit, hey, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy in the Lord. We um, have a lesson... And when I heard that possibility come, I want to thank you for the, the uh, invitation that you've given me to come down here as well. Um, and uh, I'm always willing to fill in. I am. But my prayers are for your pastor. Right. So, when there's a little gap in the, in the wall... I think we all ought to be willing to come in and fill it just for a short time if we have to. Mm-hmm. We need to keep it going. We need to keep the, the gospel of Jesus Christ going. All right. This world's still here. That means there's still work to do. It does. Um, and as soon as I got the invitation to come down here, I um, had a message come upon my heart. And it's about Elijah. It's about Elijah. You all know the stories of Elijah. If you look in the Bible, you'll find that uh, it's going to be too much for me to read about Elijah. There's a whole lot about him. But before we do that, I'd like to read a little bit in the book of Matthew, 6th chapter. And uh, we'll go from there. I ask you alls prayers. I do. I don't believe I can do this on my own. I don't I, I require I beg the God to guide me while I'm here I'm not one to uh study out a lesson and uh write a whole bunch of notes and just follow that I try to uh follow the leadership of God while I'm up here and that's the only way I know how to do it so <laughs> You know what? It's always worked. It's always worked. Sixth chapter of book Matthew. I'd like to read just a little bit there before we go into our lesson. Um, this is they call it the Beatitudes or the Sermon on the Mount, and this is just a little portion of what Jesus said uh, when he was when he was there and when he was in this world. And uh, it starts with the twenty-fourth verse. And we'll just read a little bit there, and then we'll go back into the Old Testament. This is Jesus speaking. He says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto a stature? And why take ye thought for your raiment? Consider the lilies of the field? How they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin? And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? He says, take there, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth... That you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And that was what Jesus said. And uh, hopefully we will come back into that. And bring that back to mind as we go into the Old Testament, and we talk about Elijah a little bit, and uh, as I was praying about it and thinking about it, and uh, I got to thinking about, well, what do you want me to say about Elijah? And I got to, and I just got to praying, and I kind of got to feeling like the Lord was saying, I need you to talk about the man. I need you to talk about the man. So that's what we're going to try to do. Um in the 17th chapter of the book of 1 Kings, if you all want to go there. Who was Elijah? Uh, Elijah was a prophet. He was a prophet of God. And we find that the time that he was living, he lived in Israel, and we find that there was an evil king. His name was Ahab. Uh, the Bible declares that he was more evil than any king before him. He did more evil things than any king before did before him the bible says that he did more evil and he did more to anger god than any king before him and we find that elijah is rose up in this time and god has called him to be a prophet god has called him to be a prophet so i got to thinking about the prophet elijah and i got to thinking about well what kind of man would this man be elijah and i got to consider and, and we'll just read a little bit first Seventeenth um, verse, seventeenth chapter, first verse, First Kings, and it says, "Elijah the Tishbite, who was the inhabitant of Galilee, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Now Elijah went before this king Ahab." And I got to considering that and I got to thinking about you know how much courage that would take to go before a king? you know how much courage it would take to go before a king and, and to say things that may not be pleasing to him? I mean kings had a lot of power. They, they actually had the power of life and death over people. So when we look back and we look at Elijah and, and we know that he's a cold prophet of God. And I got to thinking... Well, what would it take for a man like that to go before a king when the Lord told him to go tell him some words that he may not like? So I got to think, well, this man Elijah must have some courage. He must have some courage to do such a thing as that. What else can we, can we devise by just looking at that verse? We can find that Elijah believed in God. Amen. Amen. He believed in God. But I want to go a little bit farther than that. We can find also that Elijah knew God. You see, there can be a difference there. There can be a, a belief in God, but somebody doesn't know God. I tell you what, I learned to know God when I was a teenager. I did. Um, I have an experience of salvation. I have an experience of being born again of his spirit. It happened back when I was a teenager. Been a few years gone by since then. Never have forgot the day. Never have forgot the day. I believed the Lord sought me out because he wanted to save my soul. He did. And I tell you what, Elijah, I, I do believe that not only did he believe in God, but he knew God. All right. Here's one for you, and the world will not believe this, but I believe you will believe this. God talked to him. God talked to Elijah. And I'm going to say, too, God talks to me. And I believe you'll say, too, that God talks to you. And we talk back, don't we? A lot of times it's in prayer. But a lot of times God... Well, then that still, small voice, talk to us. And he will lead us, and he will guide us. So Elijah, I do believe, was having communications with God. He knew God. And God spoke to him. And I do believe that God sent him to that king, and he said, By my word, there will be no rain or dew on the earth until I say so. That's a final done deal right there. If God says so, that's a done deal. I don't think Ahab was very happy about that, the king. But that's the way it was going to be because God declared it. Can you imagine the courage? And, and, and Well, you all know too that we're, we, we are flesh. And we all uh, got tendencies to fear. And we all got tendencies to uh, uh, question God. I'm going to say this, a lot of times we as Christians, we have saved individuals. A lot of times when God tells us to do something, we think too much. We think too much. We can talk ourselves out of what God tells us to do in our lives. We can do it. But I think Elijah knew this, and I think when God told him to do something, that's what he was going to do. The Bible says be steadfast, unmovable, always working, always abounding in the work of the Lord. He says in so much the work of the Lord is not in vain. All right. So Elijah comes before this king. And the Lord told him to say it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. All right. That was God speaking. So it goes on saying the word of the Lord came unto him saying this is the word of the Lord came unto Elijah. We know God speaks to his people. Get thee hence and turn the eastward and hide thyself by the brook of Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to unto, unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt at the the brook of Cherith that is before Jordan. Now that's one thing about God. God always has a plan for us. Uh, Myself, a lot of times, I wing things. And I hate to say it, it gets me in trouble sometimes. But I tell you what, God does not do that. So when God told Elijah to go in there and speak to that king... God already knew what He was going to do and how He was going to take care of Elijah in that situation. Brothers and sisters, God wants to take care of each and every one of us. If we've been saved by God's grace, we have a Father which is in heaven. We have a Father which is in heaven and is looking down and knows where each and every one of us is. He does. So what he told Elijah, so he he knew that Ahab was going to be mad about that. He knew that that something bad could happen, so he already had a plan. He said, Elijah, flee. Go to the brook over there where there's water, because you know what, there's a drought coming, because I said there's not going to be any rain. And that brook still got water in it. But he went even farther than that. He said, you know what? I'm going to take the ravens and I'm going to have them come in morning and night and they're going to bring you flesh to eat and they're going to bring you bread to eat. And my friend, you could be just sustained there until I say otherwise. So what Elijah do? I believe this man believed in listening to God. He believed when it was time for him to go some... God tells us to go with places sometimes, doesn't He? He tells us to move sometimes, doesn't he? But I tell you what, Elijah followed what God told him to do. And it worked out well for him. Brothers and sisters, if we follow what God tells us to do, it's going to work out great for us every time. It is. Because he wants to take care of his children. So Elijah went there, and don't say what he did there. I think he just lived I really think he enjoyed life. There was a drought coming and the water and the streams and everything was drying up, but we know that there was water in that brook or creek, if you want to call it that. I'd call it a creek. But he just sat there and lived. And that was the commandment of God, wasn't it? And we find that God was watching that creek as well. Because the water was drying up in the land. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt in the brook of Cherith. And that is before Jordan. Said, And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. And bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up. Because there had been no rain in the land because of it. God had said, it's not going to rain. There's not going to be any dew fall. That's why the brook grew. And why did that happen? Why did that happen? It was because there was an evil king. And God was going to show him he was God. Brothers and sisters, and I got to thinking about this, and I'll throw this in here while we're talking about it. You know, every bad situation that we fall into or everything that happens in our lives, I do believe that you don't have to blame yourself for each and every one. A lot of things that other people do in this world can affect us negatively. And it did these people right here. It did Elijah. Because the king was evil and he made his subjects to do things that were evil, God was angry with that situation and he dried up the land. But I want to tell you too. If that happens, if you hold on to God, if you keep holding His hand and walking forward, I tell you what—he's going to take care of you in that situation. He's going to make you a way to go on, just like he did Elijah. It's going to dry up, but I got water for you. <laughs> I got water for you. I got food for you. Well, it turns out that the the brook dried up after a while. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. God had been watching that brook. He was watching it. He knew how high the water was and when it was going down. What God do? Hey Elijah, it's time for you to move. I'm going to take care of you, but it's time for you to move time for you to do something else. brother and sister. sometimes it's time for us to move. God may be knocking on our hearts and telling us to do something different than what we're doing. And if He is doing that, we need to move. We need to do whatever He wants us to do. We need to do something different. A lot of times we get stuck in ruts, don't we? We get stuck in the same old thing and do it all the time and we don't want to move. Brothers and sisters, if we serve this God, we serve Jesus Christ, sometimes we have to move. We are saved unto good works, aren't we? We are saved unto good works. Some of us are called to be preachers. Some of us aren't. But that don't mean they don't have any work to do if they're not a preacher. Some of us are called and some of us are given the talent to sing. I do believe God gave that talent so you can use it for His glory. So you can use it for His glory, and I do believe that sometimes God will knock on your heart and say, "Sing, <laughs> sing." So again, Elijah—he he, he, he followed God. He believed in being obedient to God, and maybe he was looking at that brook too. Maybe his natural side was getting a little bit worried, but I believe he had enough confidence in God. To, he started this journey with God. Oh, brothers and sisters, if we start a journey with God, we're going to finish it with God. We are. There is nothing out there that can stop that. If we are living for God, if we're being obedient and we're following Him, and try, He said, seek ye first Hey, there it is. There's a scripture that I felt like I was supposed to read. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things, and it was talking about raiment. It was talking about clothes. It was talking about food. All these things shall be added unto you. He said, don't do it like the Gentiles do. He said, they're just out there all the time just trying to figure out how they're going to keep living. I tell you, the secret to us living is just putting God first in our life. It is. That's the big secret of living, is putting God first. Now you may not get everything you want, but I guarantee you, you can be happy. Ooh. So he tells Elijah, arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. there's a woman out there that God has commanded that's going to be her job. That's going to be her job. So he arose and went to Zarephath and when he came to the gate of that city behold a widow woman was there gathering a stick and he called to her and said fetch me I pray thee a little water in a vessel that I may drink. It was just like God told him it was going to be wasn't it? He said, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. Lo and behold, he went where God told him to go, and there was that woman. You think God don't know what's going on? So he tells the woman, he says, I pray thee, he says, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I am not a cake, but in a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me, and my son, that we may eat it and die. So here's a woman that God has commanded to take care of Elijah. She has nothing. Amen. But you ever be commanded by God to do something? You never know how in the world you're going to do it. You don't have the 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 the, the resources to do what God tells you to do. A lot of times it's going to be that way. But I guarantee you, if God tells you to do something, that's going to show up as well. It is. So this woman, she's getting ready... To <laughs> she's getting ready to learn a big lesson in faith. She is. She's getting ready to learn a big lesson in faith. So Elijah comes to her and says, fetch me a little bit of water. The lady was commanded to take care of him and I think maybe she only had just a little bit of water. I don't think she had much because there was a drought on. And she said... It's getting bad enough where I'm just going to take two sticks, start me a fire, just use whatever meal and oil I have left, and make me a little cake, and then it's done. I don't know how I'm going to live. So Elijah says, "Do what you're going to." I well, maybe ought to read it because. Hmm. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal, and a barrel, and a little oil, and a cruise. And behold, I am gathered to sticks, that I may go and, and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make, thy, make for thee and thy son. Then we read, just read. Seek ye first, first, first. The kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. So Elijah is saying, "Okay, make me a little cake first, but then go do what you're going to do." But Elijah says, "For thus saith the Lord, God of Israel." The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. God's going to take care of this woman. Sometimes when we follow the Lord, it's going to affect people positively as well. You got this man called Elijah. And he's out there, and I do believe he's he's just bound and determined to follow God. There's one place where it talks about Elijah was jealous for the people of Israel because they wasn't following God. I think this man was sold out. I think we need to be sold out these days as well. Brothers and sisters, this old world ain't going to last. I tell you what, if we've been saved by God's grace, we've got a better home awaiting us. And a lot of times we get to worrying and thinking about the things of this world too much, and we don't enjoy the prospect of where if where we're going to go. We don't enjoy that. So Elijah says, you know, do this. And what happens? And she went and did according to the sayings of Elijah. She believed him. But I tell you what. I'm going to ask you this question. In this situation, what else could she do? Think about it. And a lot of times we take ourselves to that situation as well. A lot of times the last thing that we do in this life is try to do what the Lord says tells us to do but we try to do it by ourselves and it drives us down to nothing remember the woman that had an issue of of blood for 12 years she went to a physician all that time and paid all that money and she became broke she went to Jesus and got healed A lot of times we just need to put God first in our lives and depend upon what He says. We've got a very good roadmap right here. We do. There's a whole lot of do's and don'ts in this thing. But I guarantee you, if we believe them, if we do them, if we live by them, our lives will be better. Our lives will be better. There is also... Things that God wants us to do in this life that aren't in here. I do believe it. I believe there's special works that each and every one of us should be doing for God. They won't be the same. Yours won't be the same as mine. Mine won't be the same as yours. But I guarantee you, God, if he, <laughs> He's got a work for you to do in this world. He does. Why would He leave you here? Why didn't He just save our souls and take us home? No. He left us here to do works for Him. He left us here to be a light unto those who are not saved. Not that we can save one soul. I don't believe that any of us can save a soul. But I do believe that by our actions we can direct people to God. He does the saving though. Not us. He does not save, And I want everybody out there to get saved the same way I did. Because I guarantee you, that was a, a wonderful experience. And there ain't nobody that could have done that to me except God. Because there was something that happened in my heart. And there's nobody out there that can do that but God. I felt the change. God changed my heart. He set me free. He made me a new creature in Christ Jesus. Hey, I've never regretted that as well. I've failed him so many times. And I am amazed at how much he forgives me and he loves me. And we carry on. Oh <laughs> don't expect to live perfectly in this life. We can't do it. We can try. There'll be times when we fail. I'm not making excuses for it, but I'm just saying you're not going to do it. And i tell you what, sometimes we've got to forgive ourselves too. There's a lot of times when we go out there and we work for God and we make some failures and stuff, and a lot of times God has forgiven us, but we just won't forgive ourselves. We won't do it. Sometimes we've got to do that as well. God wants us to keep moving forward. He does. He knows we are fallible creatures. He knows we make mistakes. He knows we're tempted. He knows we're tried. I'm sure Elijah made many mistakes down along the the road. But you know what? In those cases, talk to God like we're supposed to do. Talk to Him. Get things straightened back out and keep moving and keep moving. This woman, she decided to do according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. Did eat many days. And the barrel meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail. According to the word of the Lord. Which spake by Elijah. This woman had a faith lesson at that time. She listened to God. She put the work of God first. She believed Elijah was a man of God, and by and she believed that God wanted her to sustain his life. So she went that direction. She went that direction. She didn't know how she was going to do it, did she? Because it wasn't her doing it, it was God doing it through her. Folks, a lot of times, it's not us doing it, it's God doing it through us. It is. We just need to be used by God. We do. Elijah, he was just a man. But he was being used by God, wasn't he? Don't know how far we need to go today with this. But the message today... We need to be somewhat like we need to be like Elijah we need to be courageous we need to be bold bold enough to do with whatever the Lord has us to do but we can go with the understanding the Lord's gotten under control he does he did for Elijah he did send Elijah in front of a king said, it's not going to rain except by my word. Elijah was bold enough to go in front of that king and say, hey, this is what God says. This is what God says. A lot of people in this world, my goodness, a lot of people in this world don't know what God says. They don't know what God says. You and I do. If we get our ears open, we get our ability to It's there for every one of us. Tell you what, I'll shut up here in a minute when the Lord gets done with me. But I'll tell you what, a lot of times we get so busy and a lot of times the world gets so loud that we don't listen. Remember, and even Elijah, at one point he was feeling he he was feeling lonely and he was feeling sad, and he was feeling like he was the only one left in this world serving God. He got to that point, he told God that, and God said, "I have more reserves, seven thousand more reserves at one point elijah He went up into a cave, and I I think he was feeling down and depressed. He was done. He was ready to go home. He went up into this cave, and I believe it said there was an earthquake and a fire. or I forget what it was. But at the end of it, there was a still, small voice. A lot of times we look out into the world, and we see the things going on, and we say, oh, that's God doing that. It ain't. We better be careful about that. But we can, <laughs> we can believe that still small voice and we know it. What Jesus say? He said my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. Listen to the voice of God. Just be obedient, do what he wants you to do and enjoy your life, enjoy your salvation. He may call you to do something today. He may call you to do something tomorrow. Be ready. Be ready. But if He's not calling you to do something, go down by the brook and enjoy that cool water and let Him feed you and just wait. And just wait. There's times of waiting for us when we serve the Lord. And there's times for doing. It's at His command. Elijah did some (laughs) doing. Elijah did some doing, and he did some waiting. Worked out great for him. It worked out great for him. He just did it because God commanded him to do it. He said, go tell Ahab, and then he said, go wait. But I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God that was back there in Elijah's day is here now. And he will take care of us just like he took care of Elijah. Put your faith and your trust in our God. Let him lead you in your lives. You'll be happy. You'll be happy. You'll be satisfied. You'll be satisfied. In one place the Bible says our life is just a vapor. We have not even seen seen what we're going to experience when we go to heaven's bright shore. Brothers and sisters, this is a a message of encouragement to keep on keeping on, to keep on moving forward, to keep on listening to God. He loves us. He loves every one of us. I'm going to say it. He loves us. He loves every one of us so much that he sent his only begotten Son to die in our stead, that we might have life. That we might have life and have it more abundantly. Is that what God wants for us? Jesus from one place said, do what I want you to and your joy will remain in you. He wants us to have joy. I don't like we got any kind of joy what we're going to have. But we can still have joy in this life. i tell you what, a few days before I come down here, I don't know why he did it. But he just blessed me in the heart and gave me joy. I am supposed to come down and see you folks. And I'm thankful for that. And I hope by this, I got new friends. I got to meet a little... <laughs> Sorry, I get this way. I got to meet a little bit more of my family down here. I did. I got to meet a, little, a few more brothers and a few more sisters. Because you and I have the same father... In heaven. You and I have the same big brother, Jesus Christ. Folks, how do you do? How do you do? The world has got more out there than what you're thinking, right? It's not just this little group. There's a whole lot of little groups out there that are still holding on to serving God. I think they'd want to say, how do you do too? Oh, hmm. I'm so glad to meet you. I'm so glad to meet some more folks that's holding on to the old time way. That's holding on to their faith. That's trusting in God. That's moving forward. That's seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Well, lay a few if you think down in this world, The reason I came here, first and foremost, is, is I love God. The reason I believe you come here too, first and foremost, is, you love God. We can bring all other kind of reasons in here, but I don't. I believe if you didn't love God, you'd stop coming. But you keep holding on, don't you? Just like Elijah, you keep holding on. So brothers and sisters, I encourage you. Just keep holding on. God's bigger than anything we can face. God is bigger than anything we can face. Just keep holding on and moving forward. I'll read one more thing, just and I'll shut up. (laughs) Folks, I love the Lord. And I know you love the Lord too. If I can find it. I should be able to quote it, but I want to do it right. The Lord has laid this on my heart and then just showed me to how important this is to be like David when he wrote this song. And you all know it. I know you all know it. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. We're satisfied. We're content. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures He leadeth me beside the still waters. Didn't he do that for Elijah? Go on down by the brook. Get you some water to drink. Matter of fact, I'll command the birds to bring you food. (laughs) He restoreth my soul. Has he restored your soul? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you get to feeling sorrowful, if you get to feeling tired, pick that up and read it. Wow. This fight ain't over. In Ephesians it says, be ye strong. Be ye strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. That's totally possible. Just put on the whole armor of God. Amen. <laughs> Folks, I wanted to come down here and encourage you to keep on walking. To keep on walking. Even if things look a little rough sometimes, keep on walking. God knows about it. He knows all about it. He knows what's going on. Ain't nothing in this world that he can't handle. Put your faith and trust in him. Just like that woman did when Elijah said, you know, feed me a little cake and some water. And then God made that happen about the barrel and the cruise. Believe that can happen for you too. Believe it can happen. Sometimes he may tell you to do something, and you're thinking, how in the world am I going to do something? It's not going to be in the world that you're going to do it. You're going to do it with God's help. If he tells you to do something, he'll equip you to do what he wants you to do. I encourage you all to keep going forward. And I'm thankful, and I hope I've made new friends today, met new people. And I will pray for you, and I ask you—I'll trade you. I tell the folks up north, I say, I'll trade you. I said I'll pray for you, but you pray for me too. We need to pray for one another. We do. I'm done. I'll shut up, quick. Thank brother Martin for, for coming almost on short notice. That was uh, I really enjoyed the message. I think we all got a blessing from that. And uh, if uh, if everybody will stand, we will uh, have our uh, uh, closing hymn.